to be sincere in my view in terms of making art or music is to simply just do the work because if you're just doing the work and you look at what the results are that's what you made and whether there's any meaning in that or not it i suppose it has to be determined but i think the uh intellectualization of artistic work tends to result in things that are mostly insincere as if you're being truly sincere to yourself you're just working and making whatever you want to make um i think it's good to have certain periods that you go through in order to uh keep that in check because if i think we keep making the same things all the time whether it be stuff that's conservative or stuff that's radical i think we're we're generally being very insincere to our own desires and the changing of period is a way to regulate that this goes back to the idea of being pc to your own values or being pc to other values i think the idea of being cool in culture is being pc to other people's values it's being pc to cultural values it's like the idea of the curated uh playlist that we share with people uh when it might be truly false to the things that we actually play uh you might get up in the morning and play something you just really want to hear uh and then you have to decide well does this go on my public playlist or do I want to people this see what i've been listening to or do i want people to see what i've been actually writing now lately i've been uh going back to my other periods and i sometimes i just go into my my old manuscripts and i i pull out something like an old lead sheet that i did and i start playing through it on my guitar or on the piano and i start to get have fun with it i i start to find other things within it um and so should i just stop and say this is old stuff i have to move on to something that's culturally important now i've done that in the past i did that uh when i went into ambient music and i discovered a lot of things in ambient music that i that i uh incorporated with my other music so uh i still like doing both it's like the artist that does abstracts and uh representational work Uh, the artist that i always cite on that score is gerhard richter because he's a fine painter he can do representational painting but his abstract and conceptual work is is great as well uh and that's the model that i always use is that you know you get up in the, and you want to work in the studio and maybe you just want to make a a painting of uh from a photograph of someone in your family uh I, i really liked his painting of paintings of candles uh it, uh i just thought that was just kind of very spiritual in some ways and i i feel that coming in through the paintings and then there's his other you know the scrape squeegee paintings which i like a lot and uh i can accept them both coming from the same person and i don't see that there's anything schizophrenic coming from that at all I think it's just you just do what you want to do basically and uh in music lately I've just been wanting to get back to just writing songs I just find a lot of pleasure in that so the fact that 
an artist is just enjoying what they're doing, I think is truly authentic. I'm finally reading McGill's book, Sincerity. This is really good. Uh, it's from a while back. It's for almost 10 years now, 2012, when he wrote this. I just read a section uh, that cited the writings of David Foster Wallace, uh, one of them written in 1993, and he was saying that he was already sick of irony, even at the beginning of irony. Um, I got sick of it too. One of the things that, even though I love ambient music, and I have so many influences in that area, um, I, I just get tired of doing it after a while because maybe I'm being insincere to myself by trying these other things. And then I find myself going back to the things I was doing before because I feel it's it feels a little bit more sincere. But we never really know. Another thought that came to me was that uh, it really comes down to free will. Uh, the way I understand it for my own personal uh, um, use, instead of just intellectualizing the whole discussion of free will, is that there's all these different free wills that we have, and we have to find out the one that really works for us. And sincerity is the, is the free will that we always use. You know, there's other ones that can be running in the background and we don't know exactly how they're controlling our lives, but a lot of it probably comes from uh, childhood and other points in our life. And, you know, just, just living on the planet, you know, everybody shares a kind of a free will. It's a communal free will. And I think all this irony stuff is a communal uh, alternate free will. It's like, uh, you know, you really want to do something. You really want to listen to some kind of music, but you have to be politically correct with all the uh, stuff that you're doing in public. You know, social media has a lot to do with uh, artificial sincerities. And, uh, you know, it, it's also a part of looking cool. Uh, looking cool is using this other artificial sincerity and making it work throughout your whole life. But I just, you know, I just get tired of it um, because you just want to get on with life and, uh, you know, you just want to do things from a spiritual standpoint. It's a feeling that we we experience sometimes. Some people, sometimes people call it flow and creativity. That's where you're you're not concerned with, uh, about all the periphery, all the other extraneous stuff in life. You're just kind of in the moment and you're working and uh, things are just kind of going along and you have a sense of well-being and that's all you really need. The irony stuff is like all this decoration. Um, it's the circus of everything and some people like that um, and they can be very successful being an ironist. But I, I find it kind of boring and tedious. Now, boring and tedium is another interesting aspect of this as well. Uh, the reason we might do things with artificial sincerity is just for the sake of not being boring. Um, I think a lot of the things that I do just mechanically in music, it's, it's just, you know, it's fucking tedious. Um, but why is it that I'm doing it? Um, sometimes I'll just write little string pieces, like little string quartets. You know, it's it's a skill that I have, and you know, 
I just kind of like just doing it. It's a form of tinkering, and sometimes I slip these little things into my uh, into my songs, and uh, it's just simply that I just like doing it. You know, it's like uh, getting an idea for making something for dinner. Um, there's certain recipes that I just know by heart, and I can just make them. Um, I get a taste for these things. I go out and I buy the ingredients, and I make it. Um, and it's sort of like, you know, writing the string quartet. You know, I kind of, you know, I know how to write for strings. It's fairly easy. Uh, it can be difficult too, but um, it's important to, to use the skills that you developed. And I just kind of wonder why people uh, choose not to use their skills and use the skills of social irony instead. If you're doing the things that you like to do with the skills that you have, that's the sincerity. You're being sincere to yourself. The problem comes is that when we start sharing these things as a form of art, people look at your intentions. You know, what, what is he trying to say here? He might not be saying anything. Um, you know, John Lennon always had that problem where people were always trying to read something into his cryptic lyrics. And he always just explained it away by saying it was just, you know, it's just, I'm just, it's just wordplay. Uh, I'm just playing around with words. That, that's all it is. And then people start reading all this other stuff into it. And uh, it works the same way with visual art, too. Um, now, that's interesting as well, because, you know, when you're doing visual art, those kinds of thoughts cross your mind, and then you can start to be kind of clever. Um, you know, wordplay is cleverness. Um, so in visual art, you have the corollary of wordplay, where you're playing with certain concepts and ideas. And uh, um, But creative people understand that you just do what you do. You're making something, and you're, you're being sincere to yourself. You're just saying, oh, I, wanna, I have this idea to make a visual art piece, or I have this idea for a conceptual piece, and you just do it. You don't ask for approval. But apparently with this sincerity thing is that you have to think about how people are going to question your sincerity. It's just crazy. And it's another reason that I just think it's, it's this very tedious process of constantly trying to uh, figure out how you're going to be seen. And it just becomes a point of paralysis in the creative process, constantly thinking about um, all these extraneous elements but it's part of culture, and you have to play the culture game, too. But I think uh, if you can talk about the things that you do, I think um, even the process of talking about it kind of clarifies it in your own mind. It's a kind of a therapy, actually. Um, that's why I think interviews are important, because it allows this therapeutic aspect to come into into art because um, modern and contemporary art requires thought for the most part because it's abstract and uh, abstraction uh, makes things murky and it needs clarification with language and uh, in that way it, it clarifies our intentions. I'm continuing to read this book, Sincerity. This is the ending paragraph, and I think it's 
actually pretty accurate. It's a good way to close this book. For an individual person to have integrity and moral character, to exist as a being without wax, W-A-X, to feel that his or her inner life is a familiar and comfortable place, it is absolutely necessary. So that's, that's a good ending for me because what I feel is that if you're going to do work in any area, you got to put all this other cultural stuff away for a while. And you just have to get down to making things and not always thinking about how it's going to be perceived or what our motivations are or just playing games with yourself. Just, you know, just do the work and finish something and then step back from it and say, well, is this something that I want to continue doing? Do I enjoy doing it? And uh, if I enjoy doing it, then that's the answer. You should continue to do it. You shouldn't second guess any of that. Because um, I've everybody plays that culture game. It's like, oh, should I do this or should I not do this? And so you're always philosophizing before you actually do something. And it can kill motivation because you eventually won't do anything. But that's actually a cunning way of approaching it because that's what Marcel Duchamp did. You know, he made art up to a certain point. He started making the ready-mades and then he just dropped art altogether. He just played chess and just did whatever, just kind of laid around. He saw no need to make any more objects. And I'm kind of like that as well in art. Uh, and that's why I've gone back to music because uh, it gives me a sense of inner satisfaction. It's sincere to me. That's the important thing. Make it so that you like it and so you can continue to make art that you like. And then it, uh, it makes your life more meaningful.